Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Spill It. My name is Marcus and this is a show where I get to talk to ordinary people who do extraordinary things. Today's show is uh, episode seven. I can't believe we're on episode seven, guys. This is mental. But as I say, this is a show where I get to talk to a bunch of different guests from all walks of life. And, and, you know, they are ordinary people who are doing amazing things in their life. Or it might not even be an amazing thing. They might have amazing opinions. They might have amazing thoughts. Whatever is a show where you get to talk about what you want to talk about, whether that be a hobby, an interest, whether that be your favorite film or TV series, whatever it is, you can come onto my show and talk about it. And that is the joy of this. And so make sure that you're getting those comments rolling in. It is super, super important to get those comments rolling in, guys. I can't stress that enough. It basically allows me to uh, pop them onto the screen and we get to have a little bit of a chat uh, about, well, using your comments as well. So, as I say, welcome to Spill It, my show, my way, my rules, etc. These are the three pillars that I stand by. So we look to connect, we look to inspire, and we look to learn. So connecting, what does that mean? So we want to connect the world. We've gone through a time where the lockdown has happened. We're far away from our friends, our loved ones, etc. We're not allowed to see them in our backyards. Obviously, things have changed slightly, but there's still that distance in between us. So let's connect each other by using this platform to just connect yeah inspire we want to inspire the world uh, or inspire each other let's not think too big <laughs> i mean it's, it's great to think big i always think big but let's inspire each other and we want to learn as well so i don't claim to know absolutely everything i wish i did but i'm still learning myself as all my guests are still learning and you guys at home as well so all together, we are going to be connecting, we're going to be inspiring each other, and we are going to be learning. So it's time to be inspired. We have got some brand new sections. Uh, I had a bit of a shuffle around thanks to the helping and feedback of uh, one of my good friends uh, who will be watching. I'm pretty sure he'll be watching, but uh, it's time to be inspired. So every single week, I'll be choosing one thing that's going on in the community, in the country, or where, wherever, uh, that, that makes us feel inspired or makes me feel inspired and I want to share it to you guys. So in today's uh, Time to Be Inspired, we are going to talk about Kids for Kids and their virtual show. So you may remember that I had Kathy Thompson-Evans on the show a few weeks ago talking about uh, the Kids for Kids virtual show, their very, very first virtual show and the history of Kids for Kids. Well, they due to the success of the first show, they, have put, they are putting on 
their second virtual show. And not only that, they're doing this with a very, very, very quick turnaround. They've only just started uh, doing the re like rehearsals, rehearsals, which is basically learning a video that, they, that they've made and filmed and done it via Facebook Live, etc. And they are putting on their second show. Their second show will be starting on Saturday, well, it'll be kicking off at Saturday, the 22nd of August at 7 p.m. So yeah, guys, oh, this is such a quick turnaround, but not only that, not only is that something to be inspired by, but, and I'm hoping that she's watching, the amazing, <laughs> the amazing, just you wait for this, the amazing Nag, who is one of the volunteers at, uh, and part of the committee at Kids for Kids, she is up for uh, an award for Volunteer of the Year through because of her work with Kids for Kids. Now, Nag is normally our te uh, technical director at Kids for Kids, and she will be the person who puts on the, the, the technical side of the show details on the stage show. What Nag has had to go and do this time around is get all of these edits together. She's had to look at them, put them in correct order, figure out how to use Twitch, because that's where that's broadcast for free. And um, she's had to learn all of that to put on this show. So is very very well i for one think that this is absolutely amazing award and very very well deserved as well i have everything crossed for you nag i truly do i hope that you do get this because it is well deserved you do put in a lot and lot of time and effort at kids for kids so yes from me to you and obviously there'll be a lot more people out there as well that will want to wish you a well done congratulations and we have everything crossed and we know and hope well we hope and know hope yeah we hope that you get this award, award and bring it home. That is the end of our time to be inspired. It's just a little small segment, and I just think that that rolls really, really nicely into uh, into this theme, just choosing one person out there, one person to feel inspired uh, by. And Nag, you are my person who you, who you always, you always inspire me, Nag, you always inspire me. So guys, get those comment, uh, comments and questions in. It means I get to do things like this where Lisa has popped in and she says, your hair is amazing. I know. Thank you. It's pink for those that, uh, the, the, those that, that don't know. I have pink hair. And the reason that I've got pink hair is because I wanted pink hair. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yes, I've got pink hair. And um, so, yeah, we've got uh, Lisa, who also says the first one was amazing. Talking about the Kids for Kids show. It was amazing. They did so much hard work to get it to, get it to where it was. And do you know what? I am. Very, very, very impressed with them. And as I say, the fact that they are doing a, a second show uh, in such uh, and with within such a short space of time as well, I just think that's absolutely mental. I am just uh, as I have the issue every week, guys. I'm just changing the privacy settings and stuff. That's all. And <laughs> uh, we have got uh, Shay. Shay has ju uh, jumped in and saying, "Hey, Marcus." Hi, Shay. Hope you're okay. And then we've got uh, Scott as well shouting, good luck. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, good luck, Nag. Good luck, Nag. We wish you the best of luck. And so, as I say, guys, keep those comments rolling in. It is super, super important. And because I get to do stuff like that. And, you know, it, it has that interaction thing going on. So, episode seven. We are, we are officially a TV series. A TV series? Not a TV series. A Facebook Live series. We are officially a Facebook Live series because this is... I'm going to count it as season one. Yeah, I'm going to count it as season one. This is season one, episode seven. <laughs> Speak up, be kind. So, hit that share button. 
do me a favor guys hit that share button and leave it in the comment section as well that you have done that if you just put a comment just saying shared lets me know mm -hmm. uh, jack joins us at 7 15 p.m which is going to be an absolutely amazing episode and i cannot wait to get into this however however i've got a new section because obviously i have the time to do it i've <laughs> i've got a new section and I've created a little video to introduce this section for you. That's right, guys. It's a brand new section called Weather Time. And for the first time, the weather is not a little bit shit. <laughs> it is hot is sunshine out there it is not a bit shit so let me know what the weather is like where you are it's a proper english thing isn't it let's talk about the weather let's find out what the weather is like with you guys uh, where you guys are put down what the weather is and where you are from um because it's good <laughs> i like talking about the weather it's, it's just a little bit of fun and <laughs> so um but it is really really super hot out there which is why i created that video um, however, it has not been hot, hot, hot all the time. It has been quite stormy, actually, as well. So in certain parts of the country, certain parts of the country so far, because this storm is lasting quite a while, and uh, we have had some storm, uh, some thunderstorms, which has been it's been quite strange to actually watch them and to and to see them and everything. And what I did is I asked certain people to send me through their photos of the storm, uh, what it was like, etc. Um yeah, everything's fine. I was just checking, uh, just checking my privacy settings, make sure all, all those comments are rolling through. And um, so, yeah, the storm has taken over. And I asked some people to send in some photos. So I thought I would share them, those photos with you. And the first person that we've got is we've got Susan from Wharton. Susan from Wharton sent in this photo of Wharton and Frackleton um, currently flooding. I hope everybody's okay in, uh, over there. And obviously, I hope that the floods don't, there you go. The floods aren't uh, too serious either. The last thing that we want is uh, people's houses to be damaged. We've also got, <laughs> I absolutely love this. Speaking of floods, not that, you know, flooding's a laughable thing, but I thought that this photo was absolutely amazing, so I had to include it. Uh, we had Michael Whiteford from Glasgow. Whiteford uh, had sent through, I, 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 call, I call him Whiteford, that's why. Um, but Whiteford sent through this photo of him mopping the pavement and <laughs> getting rid of some of that excess water up in Glasgow. Uh, we have also had a video sent through from Linda Proctor in Larches in Preston. And uh, if I can find it here, we is this, is this the one? No, this is the one here. So that is a video of some of the thunderstorms that happened in Preston a couple of nights ago. So thank you so much, Linda, for sending that through. We have had a photo come through. I love this photo as well. Uh, so this photo came through from D. Burke. Um, so this is from D. Burke in Leartown. So this is the lightning striking some of the communication towers in Leartown uh, and actually put a bit did a power cut uh, in Leartown. So thank you so much, D, for sending that photo in. We have also got Jackie Kirby. So Jackie Kirby sent through a video 
a quick video of the uh, And we also had Ryan Morby. So Ryan Morby found this uh, photo on Reddit. Um, unsure of who the original poster is, but thank you so much for sharing this, Ryan, as well. Um, but if I remove Ryan's banner, you can see that there's a face within the storm or within the clouds. Um, you can see like a little face there, which I thought was absolutely amazing. So thank you so much, Ryan, for sending that photo in. We have also got, as well, uh, we have got, Cameron Fox. So Cameron Fox from Stoke sent in through uh, sent in this photo. This photo is absolutely epic. Absolutely love that photo. It is absolutely phenomenal. And uh, Cameron has also asked as well uh, that uh, if you want to see more of his photos, you can head over to his Instagram handle, which is at Cameron Huawei, and he, you'll be able to see loads more photos that he's been taking as well. So uh, let's have a look. Uh, we've got Scotch. We got Scorchio in Costa Lear. Uh, so Tracy's watching from Cos from Costa Lear. Lear for those people. Lear in Preston. Uh, Scorchio for Tracy in Preston. We have got it's super humid in South Wales. So yeah, uh, and then a few people are laughing at. I'm assuming it was Whiteford's mopping the pavements photo. Uh, that's the only thing that I can assume. So yeah, um, right. We have got a, a new section coming up as well. Obviously, I started this a couple of weeks ago. So this is our competition time. Our, mine. This is my competition time. So competition time is a new section where you get to win Spill It merchandise. That's right. So you can win. Uh, so I've got so the little logo that you can see here. You can get that on T-shirts and notebooks and tote bags. And you can also get this logo as well. Woo, I'm wearing my big one today. But you can win that, t that type of T-shirt or this type of logo on a T-shirt. You can have it smaller in the corner on the breastplate. You can have it on a notebook. You can also get it on tote bags as well. All you have to do is you have to have liked this post. Yes, you should have liked this by now, guys, if you're watching. But you should have liked this. And also, what you need to have done is you need to have shared it. So once you've shared this, then all you need to do is keep an ear out and listen very, very carefully to Jack's story. And Jack will give you an answer. Now, the answer to this question um, will... Put, if you answer it correctly, you'll be put into a draw to win some merchandise. And the winner will be announced on next week's show. So here is today's question. What is the name of the new campaign that Jack has launched this year? So what is the name of the new campaign that Jack has launched this year? When you think you have the answer, all you need to do is drop a comment into the comment section. Um, all you need to do is drop that into the comment section and you'll be put in today's draw. But make sure that you have liked and you have shared this stream. That way, you'll be put into the draw. So don't forget to ask questions throughout, guys. It is super, super important. It means that we can bring them up and we can talk about them. Lisa really wants a T-shirt. So Lisa, listen in and make sure you've answered the question. Make sure you like this post and make sure you share it as well. Before we start, before we bring Jack on, it is quarter past, but before we bring him on, 
we have got a short video to share. So uh, here we go. Let's share that video for you. Hi, my name is Jack and I am 20 years old. So I have had the stomach ever since I can remember throughout primary school and high school. It was quite hard for me to cope with having a stomach, but as I got into college, I had speech therapy at the age of 17, and ever since then, I've had the confidence to not let a stomach hold me back and stop me from achieving. These are the three things not to do when you're talking to someone with, with a stomach. So number one, I would say, is not to rush someone when they are talking, because if you are, if you are, tell that person to like hurry up with your hand gestures or just like losing interest that person will instantly stop talking to you and that can be really annoying for the person with a stammer. Number two, don't end that person's sentence because if you end that person's sentence when they are trying to think about what they're trying to say or trying to have the, the ability to comprehend that sentence, it can really knock that person's confidence. Even if they are the most confident person in the world, they might, they might have an off day. Number three, not to not to be rude to the person. So this is like not, not scrunched up your face, not rolling your eyes. It's how you, how that person will perceive you. Because for me, for me, someone who's had a stammer and it still has it currently, it is something that annoys me, annoys me still to this day. So guys, I would like you to give a very, very warm welcome, plenty of applause, uh, plenty of woos, plenty of emojis, etc., cetera, uh, for my extra, extra special guest, uh, Jack. Uh, hi, Jack. Hi. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on my show. I've been looking forward to this for absolutely ages. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good show. Um, so... Let's get into the uh, nitty-gritty details. Just before we start, actually, um, that video was filmed uh, with uh, Newsround, wasn't it? Yes, it was, last year. Wow, crazy, absolutely crazy. And I'm sure that you're going to tell us um, how that all started. But for now, let's find out who is Jack. So, hi, everyone. So I'm 21 years old. I'm not 20 anymore. That was last year. I'm now 21. My, my birthday was last uh, last week. So, yes. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Uh, so, yeah, so I am originally from Rochdale in Manchester, but then when I was younger, I moved to a small town called Kirkham. It's pretty small, but it's home to me. So, basically, I'm just a normal person, and that's what I really want to stress about all this. I'm a normal person. I went to primary school, went to high school, and for all this, it got me thinking about, uh, about me and my stammer. So, I bet you're thinking, how did... How did all this come together? So throughout primary school and high school and college, I had teachers who basically were amazing, some of them, but some of them would treat me differently, not let me read out in class. Some of them would ignore me. And for that, it was quite hard for, for me, really. There was times, for instance, uh, it was like during break time, I, I asked to go to the toilet and I couldn't say the word toilet. So I was stood with the woman for 15 minutes saying the T word and I was, I needed the toilet. So I still remember that because I was like, can I go to the, t and I couldn't say toilet. Absolutely oh mortifying. It was mortifying. I hated it. But all of this built up to where I am today. So then I went to high school, I did drama. I was in old school productions. I was in Beauty and the Beast. I was Lumiere, which I absolutely loved. I was saying, How did you, sorry to interrupt, how did you find 
So obviously you, you, you so you've got a stammer. How did you find doing performing arts and learning a script and all of that lot? Like I, that blows my mind. Like how you were able to achieve something like that. So with with a stammer, uh, your brain has to have something else to focus on. So mm -hmm. uh, that's like Gareth Gates. That's why he's an amazing singer because when he speaks, he ends up having his stammer. But when he sings, his brain's focused on something else. So with me, it was my it was my performing art. Because I wasn't being Jack. I was being Lumiere. I was being someone else. So ah. Lumiere, it was a different accent. It was a French accent. So I had to literally change from Jack to Lumiere, and obviously I had to sing. I can't really sing, but I still smashed it apparently. So well, well, I, can't, I can't I can't sing either. It's one of those. I I like to think I can sing. I definitely can't. Um, I hit a note somewhere on the spectrum. There's a note that it gets hit, but yeah, somewhere, somewhere on the way. So, <laughs> yeah, so I did musical theatre and all that. So I got my ten GCSEs. I got four A levels. I got two A stars in, in within wow. that. Wow! And I still remember my last performance for drama. I got an A star in uh, at A level. So I was really, really chuffed with that. And it, because it because basically my character had. Uh, no, there was no stammering or whatever. So for me, that was absolutely like, amazing because it showed the the examiner really saw something in me. So following that, I went to university where I did journalism. So mm -hmm. going to university was a massive step because I went to the same college that was attached to my high school. So I didn't go out of my comfort zone. So going to university was a massive thing for me. And it was very hard because my stammer was really hard, really bad in university because i had to read uh i had to read that i had to do i had to learn my lines and everything and for that to be like a presenter was really hard especially like hard hitting news because like right now i'm not really like doing it so right now it's really easy the flow is easy but like learning about like learning the script about like sad topics that would always make me like stammer so that was really really hard and the stress and the anxiety was really really hard so before university, to go back quickly, I had speech therapy. So when I was at the age of four, my mum took me to the my mum took me to the doctors for speech therapy, and I didn't. I said I couldn't have it because apparently I was too young and I didn't want to like mess with my, my language and stuff. Then okay. Just, yeah. Then at age of sixteen, I had speech therapy because I got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, my my speech was all over the place. I couldn't read my lines out in drama. I couldn't like focus in class. It really got to the point where I needed help. So I had speech therapy for a year. And during that time, I got the position of head boy, uh, which was a massive thing because I was like, this is amazing. I get to do speech in front of all these parents and everything. So yeah, speech therapy for me really, really helped me to where, where I am today. So, just to um, just to interject with the, with the, with the speech therapy thing. So for those who... Because obviously there'll be a lot of people out there who um, will, will never have like had to go through any of this. Yeah. What was it like to be having to go to a speech therapist? And also, what were some of the skills that you picked up from there that actually helped you out? Because yeah. getting head boy into obviously that situation is a, a phenomenal achievement for what for what you've done. Like for obviously what what was wrong at the time. Yeah. How how did the speech therapy help you? And what was the process like? So with speech therapy, it was really hard for me to admit it because I was like, 
I was I'm very independent so it was that kind of choice of going right maybe I'm gonna have to accept defeat and go and get help because basically like if I went to like Subway my mum would have to order my order for me I couldn't even say the order or I would write down the order and then I would hand it over to the person and then so for me it was stuff like that all built up and I was like right I need to get this sorted so speech therapy for me was amazing because uh, it, it enabled me to just do basic stuff like order my food at like a fast food restaurant or anything like that, which I think is a really important life skill because if you can't order your own food in a restaurant, it's absolutely devastating. So for me, it was stuff like that. But during speech therapy and also speech therapy, I kept private. I didn't tell majority of my friends. That was something I kept to myself because I wasn't embarrassed. I wanted to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. During speech therapy, I also came out as gay. So uh, speech therapy and being, so speech therapy helped me become myself. And also I was like, right, let's just do it all. So coming to terms with my sexuality during the same time, released so much stress that I had. And also my language and stuff, literally from, from when I started speech therapy to the end of speech therapy, I was a different person. And I'm, I'm very proud of everything I went through. I suppose uh, so, because obviously being part of the LGBTQ plus community myself, anyway, um, it's it's already a, a, such a hard time, and you pile on so much like pressure on yourself because obviously you come into terms with with who you are uh, and, and and all of that, all of those feelings, all of those feelings are really really mixed feelings and emotions and all that lot. That they kind of pour out in different kind of avenues um, to have to deal with that. As well as obviously everything else that was going on in your life, with obviously your speech, with the speech issues and things like that, yeah. that must have been really, really hard for you. It was really hard. It was so, so much was going on at one time. It was really hard. And um, so you, so you've done, so you've done the speech, uh, you've done the speech therapy. And um, so where, where does the story go from there? So. I had to go back. So basically, I went to university, and in the second year of university, at the end of it, and I started third year, I really, I said to myself, I want to do something. I want to change everything I've done about stammering. Because basically, I didn't think there was enough representation on TV shows and stuff like that of someone with with a stammer. And so to this day, I still think that. So I started writing articles for the Happy newspaper, which got published. And then from then, it literally spiraled out of control. So I wrote an article about, about, my, about my life, about my journey. And then following that, I emailed the presenter at BBC Radio 1, Kenty Sutton, about International Stammering Awareness Day. So I emailed her, and then, then in a matter of five days, I was down. I was down in London recording for BBC Radio One Life Hacks, which was wow. Um, I think I've got. Have I got a photo of that? Yes. You've sent through. Yes. Yeah. Um, is is so? Uh, is that? Is it this one? No, no. Oh, we got this one. No. <laughs> we got this one. That one, yes. There we go. I got that that eventually. (laughs) So that was me with Yada and Katie, and it it was absolutely phenomenal. It was was an experience that will stay with me forever. It was phenomenal. Wow. Uh, uh, Wyford has asked a question. Uh, So, Jack, uh, that sounds like a lot to overcome. Did uh, Did you find any relief from coming out helped ease your speech? So... Apparently, my speech therapist always noted uh, 
when I came into the session, I was very stressed. But then when I came out, it was uh, I had speech therapy that same week, and she said to me, she was like, "You just seem relaxed." And I think it's what she said. It was it's, it's, you're a different person. So I think what she was kind of implying was that like you weren't being you weren't being you, and like your speech was showing that with like how like stressed you was, and definitely my speech changed completely after that. Definitely, thank you. Just just to uh, just to like kind of give a bit of a visual, like not a visual, but just to kind of put um, a thing out there as well. Because obviously I, I've, had to, I've had to go through, not, not the speech therapy side of things, but I've had to come out. Yeah. And when you do, it's like you finally breathe. Yeah. And that's the only that's the only analogy that I can give, that you breathe and suddenly you, you do have this massive weight that's just lifted off your shoulders because you can finally be you exactly. and that you've created this person this character if you will that you want to put towards the world that you know it, it kind of hides who you are and that moment that you finally come to terms with who you are and you and you just come out you do finally breathe it's like you've been holding on to your breath for so long that you just really learn how to breathe and for you you've got obviously that would have helped you out massively knowing the fact that you didn't have to carry around this thing anymore that so yeah um so moving on to you done the university so uh, after bbc radio one uh i went to bbc lancashire uh yeah. to talk about it about summer and awareness and about about just getting it out there again i literally just emailed them and then they're like yeah let's get you on the show and then uh, the week after i went to news round so this is where it kind of all came full circle for me. So this, yeah, this is yeah. this photo as well from News Round. I've got a photo from News Round, haven't I? Yes. Yes, which is this one. That's one. That's when I was. There we that was when I, actually that might be when we actually worked there. So, <laughs> uh, so that week uh, it was International Summer Awareness Day, and I already pitched to the editor about more awareness and she completely agrees so i went to placement on the monday and it was i went to the morning meeting with about 30 journalists and like some of them were like senior editors and everything like that and i just said right tomorrow's international summer awareness day what are you doing and they all turned to me and they were like hmm nothing and i was like well i'm here i want to change that let's do something next minute i was on the website i was on the social medias i was just wow everywhere literally the eight-year-old me was smiling at me because i actually did something that changed the landscape and changed the views of the media and i was actually so proud of myself so yes and then a month after that bbc got in contact with me and then they were like hi uh we we need a freelance runner and then because of like my hard work and because of my ideas and everything, I became a freelance runner. So I was contracted with them free on freelance basis. And then yeah, which that's me, that's me when I got my job and everything. And it was just it just shows you by working hard and by having that ability to stand up for what you believe in, you will get heard. So yes, so after all that, uh, I was bounced. So during this time, I'm in the third year of uni. I was working freelance at News Rounds, and then a teacher got in contact with me, and then she said, "How how would you feel about coming to my school and doing a speech?" I was like, "Hmm, right." I had no <laughs> thought of me being like some sort of person standing up and giving advice to kids. Never thought that because I'm like, "Oh, okay, then let's do this." So roll 
roll on to the new year in January, I went to Huddersfield to a school to talk about me and my journey, which I don't think was from, I don't think was remotely <laughs> interesting to anyone by myself and in my head. But clearly, no, because this school has uh, they researched me, they had studied me, and I did wow. it in front of 450 students and teachers. And the reception I got from that, it still warms my heart. What was what was that feeling like when you walked into a school? So obviously you you are Mister in your head. I am Mister Normal. I yeah. am just walking into this school. You know, I you know what I've I've, I've done this. I'm, I'm really feeling like I've achieved something. And then you've walked into a school, and these children have been actually learning about you. Um, what is that feeling like? It was really, really strange because I remember walking into the reception area and there were these two kids and they just looked at me and then they like whispered and then they, then they ran away because then I found out in their exercise books, Jack Dinsley was in their books and they and wrote all about me. And I was like, what? These kids <laughs> literally sat there talking about me and like they've gone home and, and they've probably spoke to the parents about me and that is what my campaign was all about my campaign is just getting people to talk about stammering because it's not done enough so yeah so that one blew my mind so so the the the, the ch schools that you went to they're the portals that you've sent me just so people can see yeah so yeah. we've got this portal here uh, what's yeah. going on here so that was my workshops that I did with the upper children in like that year three upwards. They were absolutely amazing children. A, like a lot of them uh, had had speech therapy and some of them hadn't, but those were amazing kids. They were brilliant. Then and then we've got this one as uh, well. They are the infants. So they, uh, some of them didn't even know they had a stammer. Uh, the parents have put them forward to this workshop with me, but we sat down with the games and we just spoke about it. So it was great. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, th and then I wanted to do something local, so I went to Lidham, to a school in Lidham. Completely different, completely different. It was for Children's Mental Health Mental Health Awareness Week, and I was over the moon to be asked. I got an email going, hi, do you fancy coming and doing a talk? And then I went into the into their classroom and then we did uh, work on me again, but we did, like, articles. So for them, it was like, they were talking about me, but they had to write it down. So the so basically it was a crossover between English and stammering. So I was like, that's fantastic how a school can do that and get me into my background is also also all to do with that. It's crazy. I honestly I'd like I hear this story and I'm just like, this is phenomenal. Considering the fact that way back then, like way back when you were in when you were in school yourself. The teachers did not think that you would be able to achieve something, essentially. Essentially. To then have this massive achievement where you're walking into schools and children are learning about you. Yeah. Like, it, it honestly blows my mind. And it truly shows that if you are determined, you can truly achieve absolutely anything. You've just got to have that willpower to just power through and be like, I am going to prove you wrong. And I'm going to do it for me, and I'm going to show that I can do this. Yeah. So, where, what, what, what happened then? What, what was, where does the story go? Sadly, uh, we've all been affected by it. So the pandemic came, so that crushed a lot of people's careers and everything, and it crushed the campaign. 
So the campaign paused there. So I left it be because obviously all schools were shut in, everything. So I was like, right, let's just leave it. So about four weeks ago, I thought to myself, right, I need to get into the mindset to relaunch this campaign because I had only, I've been to two schools. I've done all this thing, all this work online. There's clearly there's clearly the need for it. So mm-hmm. I've got a new logo. I've got a merchandise. I've got posters. I've got it all going now. It's all done properly this time. And basically, yeah, so my goal is now to go back into schools when it's safe and do similar talks, workshops, but make sure they are tailored towards the students. So, yeah. So uh, so we're obviously talking about your, your current campaign now, aren't we? So this is... Um, We've got a short video actually to show everybody, haven't we, regarding the campaign? So let's uh, let's show that video, guys. Hi, I'm Jack, and since eight or four years old, I've been now at the age of 21, I want to make a difference to the world. So, over the past year, I've done a lot of work in this summer community. Having my article published in the Happy Newspaper, I've been a BBC Radio 1, I have been a BBC News Round, just to talk about my story. Now, I want to take it the next step further. After achieving, uh, achieving awards and having my story heard, I want to come to school near you. I want to get the discussion about stammering out there. I want to make society realise that the stammer doesn't hold you back from achieving. So, if you have a stammer, or even if you don't and you just want to learn about it, then I am the person for you. I have been through the hardship. I've been through uh, the system of the, the education system. I know exactly how you are feeling. So, uh, if you want a personal assembly, if you want workshop if you want one-to-one to teach them to teach some students with me hosting it then the contact details are here for you so if you if you want to get in contact please do thank you is mental and um, so we have got the guys just to just to just to reiterate there may have been the answer to the question where you can win spill it merchandise that have others may may or may not have been shown already but i'm pretty sure we're, you're all going to hear it now so if you do hear what that question was so remember this was the question just just in case you forgot okay. what is the name of the new campaign that jack has launched this year if you think you know that answer, please drop it into the comments uh, section and that will put you into the prize draw to win some Spill It merchandise. So we are going to talk about your campaign now, aren't we? So suddenly the answer will appear on the screen. So be kind. And I've got uh, some, uh, I've got an overlay for this as well. So here we go. So talk us through the campaign. So basically, the Be Kind Summer campaign came, basically, it's just about educating uh, teachers and students alike. So not just students, 
because obviously with my problems with the with the education system i want teachers to be educated i think it should be mandatory that they keep, that, should, that should get some form of mental health training which which includes stammering in that because the amount of times teachers have rolled their eyes at me the amount of times they've rushed me or like you cut me off i've lost count so my thing is by having this campaign i can come in and educate them because i know like sometimes it's funding mine this campaign is done for free i come into i come into schools for free to do this wow. i don't pay for this i do this on the signs so it's honestly there's no excuse really i really want teachers to hear and get me in even if you don't have students that stammer in primary because my, my audience is primary schools guarantee they will go into high school or college and they will meet someone with a stammer because it's so common these days so yes so basically the whole purpose of it is for me to come in and just to sit down with students and teachers and just to go through it yeah i think you've hit the nail on the head as well to be fair so I think that there are there, there is a lack of education around this. I remember me being back in school, there was nothing at all, and it would be one of those things. So it's it's I don't know. I, to be fair, kids suck. Like I don't. Like, it, it, that's just an opinion. But uh, when kids don't understand something, yeah, they they take the mick, they laugh, they point and laugh, they because they don't understand. Yeah. And that's where the education side comes into play. Now, just FYI, there are a few teachers that will be watching this tonight uh, who, I, who I know as well. Um, and I'm sure that they would want to, um, to, to to get you involved as well, especially if it's for free. So, um, but yeah, as Scott said here, you're teaching them life skills and you are. Like the amount of people who will come into like a retail store, for instance, if you work in retail, you know, there'll be people who... Um, will have a stammer or have some form of speech impediment. Everywhere that you go, it could be a restaurant, you could be serving somebody. Like, and there is no education about how to handle these certain situations. Um, Nag has commented as well, are you going to put the video on, on Spill It so we can share it? Yes, of course, Nag. I will be putting as much information about this stammer campaign, uh, Be Kind, everywhere all over Spill It over the next week so you can share it far and wide. Thank you. Um, Kathy Thompson Evans, who teaches in a primary school, FYI, uh, it would be a good lesson in schools. So, what is it that you want schools to change, essentially? Like, so, what kind of education do they need to do about it? One of my main goals, not just with the campaign, but my goal in life, I want them to implement it within their curriculum. So, in PSHE, which we've all done, uh, they, it's about life lessons, but yet half the time they miss quite a lot of life lessons. Like, for instance, sexuality, they don't teach you well. Without, I only left college three years ago and they never spoke about sexuality. But it was a very like hush thing to do. So it's like stammering. My big thing is, why can't you do a lesson? Why can't you? Why do they have to take someone else to, to come in? All this is online. A teacher could do this lesson, but for some reason, it's not in their curriculum. So my thing is, I want to do that. I think schools should make it compulsory because it's about life lessons, essentially, and you will meet someone, guarantee, one person in your life with one. I, I definitely think, like, even just with, with Stammer aside, well, as part of it, I definitely think there should be 
a life lesson like within primary school and high school beyond as well there should be life skills where you learn things about uh, like certain disabilities for people obviously speak like speech impediment as for one you, but there's also things like sign language and things like that, that are, and that's missing from the curriculum and these are the things that there is a breakdown of communication between one person and the other when it comes down to things like this and i think that having that life skill lesson within primary school that leads through to high school as well it does give you life skills and it's yeah. things that can carry forward throughout your adulthood as well where you can communicate with people effectively and that's essentially what it is it's com communicating with people effectively yes i completely agree um so where can people find you or find more information on the campaign? Obviously, I'm going to post everything that I can do on Spill It. Um, but where can people find more information about you, pers like you personally, you, um, but then also find out about the, the Summer campaign? So me personally, I'm on all social media. So Instagram, Twitter, everything. It's just my full name, Jack Dinsley. But as a full word, as a full word, that's it, full word. Uh, so, as a full word, I thought my Be Kind Stammer Instagram has just launched, and I've just launched a giveaway, so we can win a tote bag, a mug, a coaster, and a magnet, which values, I think, like, 40 quid, like, in total. So, giving it all for free for one lucky person, so all the rules and everything are all on my on my Instagram, just there. So, yes, yeah, so, Instagram, and my email is bekindstammer at gmail.com if you want to know how I can come to school that's brilliant and if you can send me those details as well what yeah. I'll do is I'll be creating a post um, for that specifically as well uh, Kathy Thompson Evans has got back in touch as well uh, there's not enough time in a school day to fit the standard uh, fit the standard curricul uh, curriculum in but I think these kind of uh, life skills could um, and yeah I completely agree with that as well I think that that sentence may carry on because Kathy's not one for a uh, shorting in her sentences like that so I'm, I'm, i think that that sentence may carry on i'm not too sure but lisa also uh, popped in as well 100 percent. we need to teach children to be more accepting um i mean even if for instance it's not a case of fitting it in oh there we go to, uh, second part come through uh, so let me do these two together there's not enough time in a school day to fit the standard curriculum in but i think these kind of life skills could be a part of PSHE and then delved into more as extracurricular um, or when picked as an option in high school would be a good would be good to start the teaching in key stage two though. There you go. Bit of a bit of insight for you there as well. Thank you, Kathy, for getting in touch uh, with that comment as well. But um, even even if, for instance, we don't fit it as part of the curriculum, but even if, for instance, it does turn into workshops and things like that that are extracurricular. Um, that we that we can do something like that. The, the the more that we do to kind of educate, the better, really. Yeah. Um, and even if, and it's not just educating the kids; it's educating the teachers as well, like how to handle certain situations. Because obviously, your experience uh, your experience with this wasn't great. No. And there'll be other kids out there that will feel exactly the same as well. So, is there anything that um, we have not talked about that you um, would like to like the opportunity to talk about now? I think just just for me personally, it's not just a campaign; it's my passion. So, like, if you're a teacher who like, who's watching this, or you got a friend who's a teacher, and you're thinking it's just like just a person that's got a campaign. It's literally just me. It's no one else is running it. It's me. I do everything for it, and it's a passion. And I want to change the way that uh, that society view people having a stammer. So yeah. So 
And with uh, with that in mind, I or after every single week, I always get my guest to give a quote, something that they live by, something that they've heard that they really, really like, uh, or something that they want other people to know. It could be a quote that they, of themselves or something that they've heard elsewhere or whatnot. What is the quote that you would like to give today uh, that, that people can take away from today's episode? So for me, it's stammering is okay because what I have to say is worth repeating. So people might be asking, what does that, what does that mean? So stammering, it's the flow of, it's the, it's the flow of speech, the flow of speech, that's it, uh, basically being interrupted. So basically that essentially means that if it takes me five goes, it's worth repeating because what I have is worth saying. Oh, I absolutely love that quote. That's brilliant. Thank you. Um, so when does the campaign uh, hopefully start? Like, so obviously, you've, you've already started like obviously talking about it now. Yeah. When do you hope that obviously things come into fruition and, and, and we're starting to get going with it? Hopefully, November time. Hopefully, because obviously it could be a mad when everyone goes back. But if not November, hopefully early next year again. But I've got ages to push it, get in contact with schools and teachers. So hopefully, not not too far, but soon. Well, cool. Well, um. Have you got anything else that you would like to, to to say to talk about anything like that while we've got the while while you've got the floor, Jack? I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone watching because it's been really good to see all these comments and to see everyone just like listening to it. So yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, guys, for watching and tuning in tonight and showing yeah. your support. Um, is it, to be fair, it's always a pleasure to have people on like watching, but it's, it has been an absolute pleasure and privilege to have you on the show. Um, the the work that you're doing is absolutely phenomenal. I truly do, do hope that this really does work out for you. And I would love to have you back on the show to talk about how it's been as well. So, you know, further on down the line, once obviously the campaign's like really underway and all that, like, I would love to have you back, if you've got the time, because I know that you're a busy soul. Um, but I would love to have you back uh, to, to talk about the campaign and see where it's gone and, you know, so people can have like a before and after, if you will. Yeah, perfect. And um, so that brings us to the end of the show. So uh, this is the quote as well for, uh, from Jack. Uh, Stammering is okay because what I have to say is worth repeating. And I wanted to repeat that because it was worth repeating. Thank you. So there you go. Uh, next week's show, we have Howard Lawrence coming onto the show to talk about... Um, the LGBTQ plus community in sports. I think this is going to be an absolutely great episode to watch. Uh, it's going to be talking about uh, the history of LGBTQ plus in sports and how we can be more inclusive within the sporting community as well. Don't forget, guys, as well, I am doing an upcoming show called Lockdown Heroes. So Lockdown Heroes is going to be an upcoming episode where I get to talk to your heroes through lockdown. If you know somebody who has been there for you through lockdown, who has helped you get through it, who has given you little doorstop presents to, to, you know, little shopping bags for you, whoever has been your hero during lockdown, whether that be a friend, a colleague, whether they be your manager, your next door neighbour, the person across the street, the old woman around the corner with her cats, whoever it is, 
make sure that you not like, you get in touch with me and you can nominate them to be your lockdown hero. At the end of the month, I'll be going through all of the lockdown hero nominations and I'll be choosing my top nominees. Each person who I choose uh, to be the top nominee will win a spillet prize from me which will basically be a thank you hamper they'll get a lovely thank you card from me and they'll also get a bunch of other things as well uh, to treat themselves over a weekend if you know what i'm saying <laughs> so they will get uh, something nice to drink perhaps some nice little nibbles uh, they'll get a nice thank you hamper from me as a way to say thank you for everything they've done because the world is full of unsung heroes and i think that we need to shed some light onto those types of people and say thank you for being uh, the lockdown heroes that we deserve. We deserve, we don't deserve. What well, we deserve, because we deserve heroes, don't we? And so that is our lockdown heroes. So if you do have any nominations, please get in touch and let me know. Also guys, don't forget as well, if you would like to appear on my show to talk about anything that you want to talk about, it can be your favorite TV series. It could be a film and we can dissect it. We could talk about the, the, the main character of, uh, of a TV series or a film that you find quite problematic. It could be anything at all. It could be a hobby, a passion, an interest, whatever. Whatever you feel passionate about, get in touch and let me know and you can appear on a future episode. <sighs> that is the end of that. If you have liked this, guys, please like and follow and don't forget to hit that share button as well. That is super important because we like other people to see it. So, that brings us to the end, Jack. Are you, are you happy? I am very happy, yeah. I mean, that massive smile on your face says that you're happy. And obviously, I have a massive smile on my face. So I'm going to say that I'm happy too. I hope that everybody at home watching is happy as well. Um, right. Well, oh, there we go. Leela's comment. Well done, Jack. Very oh, thank inspiring. You. Thank you. Leela's lovely as well. I'm going to share some videos of Leela on a future episode. We've got Leela doing loads of different dances all the way through lockdown. Leela, you are my lockdown hero. You have kept me entertained through lockdown with all of your mini videos and all of your costume changes and everything. Um, so you are my nominee, Leela, for being my lockdown hero. Um, right. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode, Jack. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been, as I say, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Uh, Beth Unsworth smashed it, Jack. So inspiring. Thanks, Beth. Um, right. Well, uh, oh, let's get Beth's comment off before I say goodbye. Otherwise, I'll keep on over the uh, over the exit. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in, and I will see you all for next week's episode of LGBTQ Plus in Sports. Bye. Mm -hmm.